Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? Doing great, Marvin. How are you? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and uh, we were talking before we started recording, you know, you're kind of in that early summer, it's kind of sort of starting to get hot, and you've got probably rain probably five out of the next ten days. What are you seeing on the water? Um, Everything, well, so the big news here is that we, you know, had rain all weekend um and uh, a lot of it i guess went straight into the ground because our water levels didn't do a whole lot um some of the trout streams got you know a little bit of a shot new river bumped a little bit but not a ton um and uh you know we still have we're still in the midst of you know fine activity so we've got males guarding nests and post spawn females and you know, day to day, just, uh, you know, trying to fish areas adjacent to that spawning habitat and, um, avoid beating up on, on nesting fish. And, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's been the day to day. Yeah. So are you mostly fishing streamers? Or are you doing top water? How are you attacking it? Yeah. Uh, top water is definitely an option. Um, has been for a couple of weeks now. Um, and, you know, a lot of times that comes into play uh, where, you know, we've had pretty low water levels for, for the, the season. Um, been relatively clear, um, at least before all the, all the rain. And uh, yeah, top water is definitely viable, um, especially if you're fishing relatively slow and you have some sort of uninspired, you know, big post spawn females that aren't willing to, chase down a streamer and eat them um so that's been an option um but we're definitely still still catching a lot of fish on on crayfish and and, you know bait fish as well i got it and um you know you were mentioning i imagine probably your kind of your spring hatches for your trout are kind of starting to wind down right yeah um we have i mean we have a lot of insects out and about i mean there's still caddis flies got some green drakes kicking around um and it's just getting to be kind of you know general warm bug season you know where we've got you know lots of terrestrial insects um and there have been you know plenty of plenty of mayfly hatches so you know the fish are, are just generally willing to look up um most days and you know otherwise we're we're nymph fishing with, uh, you know, the usual suspects. Yeah. And on the dry front, I imagine it's big and bushy and yellow and orange, right? Those are always good options. Yeah. You know, beetles, ants and stuff, those are coming into play already too. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, that'll get it done day to day right now. Yeah. And, uh, kind of any public service announcements you want to give folks in terms of, you know, fishing to nesting smallmouth? Um, yeah, so I mean, my my general approach to that is, um, you know, when you, you're floating down the river any given day um, in the springtime, you'll notice that, you know, I hear it all the time. People say, "Oh man, look at that! That's a beautiful log. That's a, that's a great looking habitat where all the fish." And uh, the reality is, is in the springtime, there's a lot of great looking summer habitat that just doesn't have many fish in it because it doesn't offer much for 
a spawning fish. And even though, you know, we have a lot of post-spawn fish at the moment, um, particularly females, um, they're still near those, still near those areas. So, um, there's going to be big stretches of river that don't have a ton of fish and there's going to be, you know, really densely populated areas and you'll be able to tell for the most part the difference if if you can see the bottom of the river if you can see the fish you know for the most part if you have a fish in current or if they're cruising out in the middle of the river um it's probably a post-spawn fish you know if you have a fish that's not straying very far from a particular you know current protected area close to the bank um and you throw a fly over there and they come out and they like bump it with their mouth and but don't eat it and then you throw it back in there again and they come over to check it out probably a male um that's guarding the nest and my general philosophy is you know i will float through those areas and fish um and if you do happen to hook a fish that you see come off of the nest you know fight it quickly put it back uh don't float through too rapids while you're doing it um but, uh, you know, don't, don't hang around and hammer those areas. Um, just kind of, if you, if you see that behavior and you recognize it, you know, you don't, don't get that fish when he comes up to, to inspect the fly, just, you know, I, I tend to just move on. Um, so that's, that's my general philosophy. Um, it, uh, a lot of the studies have shown that fishing pressure is, is, not even close to the the biggest factor that influences spawning success and and uh, recruitment levels. But um, you know, just kind of compromising and not you know moving into a sparring area and just hammering every nest that's in there um, is kind of just generally a good idea. I tend to think. Yeah, and I would say too, you know, one of the biggest factors is is you know we it seems to be in the last I don't know five to eight years we generally have these scouring rain events, right? Um, yeah. So hopefully this looks like we're going to have a year with hopefully some good recruitment because knock on wood, you know we're not expecting uh, Noah's Ark to have to float down the New River anytime soon. Yeah, and I mean that that is where we got lucky this last weekend. We had a fair amount of rain um, across the region, but thankfully it didn't jack the stream flows up too too much um i certainly don't think and i mean just in the last few days i've seen nets that are still active and, um and uh you know doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of damage done and we do have some some rain in the forecast but it's small enough you know volumes every day that it, it'll be uh i think it's going to be manageable and, and healthy and we're not going to see any you know, again, knock on wood, any crazy blowout or, or flood. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media. You can even drop them in the comments to our social media posts, whatever's easiest for you. And if we use your question, I will send you some Articulate Fly swag, and then we're going to drawing for something cool for Matt at the end of the season. And I know, you know, Matt, we've talked before, the front end of your smallmouth season is pretty booked up, but you want to let folks know kind of what the back half looks like? Sure. Yeah, actually, uh, this happens every year, but the back half starts to fill inward, um, you know, in the summer, late fall, just because, you know, August and September are such, uh, you know, such favorite months for a lot of people. But I still probably have uh, a week or so in the month of July. Um, 
very few days in August and probably a week, week and a half in September um, available. So, you know, again, all, all kind of prime summer topwater fishing time frame. So if that's anybody's jam, which I know it is, um, feel free to reach out however you'd like. And for talk Yeah, and of course, if you're a really eager beaver, you'll start talking about musky season and get your musky dates in. Yeah, well, we we still got a lot of a lot of good smallmouth stuff to look forward to, so I'm I'm willing to push that off for a little bit. Uh, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. Thanks, Marvin.